the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 297 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, you're ready to talk about the big news of the week. Always, my man. Always. So, so should we start with Taylor Swift and NFL or what? I mean, that's... No, I'm walking out of here. So, <laughs> you know what we did? What we did wrong, Eric. So we've we've talked every once in a while. We talk about growing the podcast, right? Yeah. And the only thing we needed to do, because I saw the podcast charts today. Yeah. And uh, guess who's number one by right. a long shot? Uh, Mr. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. A- apparently, all you have to do is date a pop star for however long, and uh, and your podcast goes to number one. So that's the way to do it. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I Officially, we've mentioned her on the show. Her name will be in the show title, just so you know. Please don't. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, man. I'm going to SEO, dude. I'm I. So I'm learning SEO stuff at work. I am SEOing it up tonight. Oh, jeez. Taylor sorry, Swift tends to Sorry to all the Swifties who tuned in. This is all we're talking about, Taylor Swift I, tonight. I have a group chat with a lot of my buddies from high school, and I said today, because it started up again, and I, I said, I want to opt out of these group chats. <laughs> I would like to make this like a newsletter, and I want to opt out. You guys can have your Taylor Swift and your fantasy football chat over here. I don't want to be part of it. I'm going to post about Bluey instead. Uh, that didn't go over very well, so whatever. Uh. I mean, let this, be, let this be the end of this. If if NASCAR could have the fans that Taylor Swift does, they would be in good shape. I will tell you though, I was uh, giving my wife a hard time about that whole situation because she told me it wasn't possible. Yeah. And uh, and when she showed up, I was giving giving her the business pretty good. So I know I know you're not on the uh, on the on the TikTok, but uh, no, God, the, God. the TikTok memes of the wives uh, talking about how. Um, Kelsey now is finally going to be known to everybody now that he's dating Taylor Swift. It's pretty hosted, funny. All the guys getting mad. <laughs> he hosted SNL. How much I know. More I know. Well, whatever. that's the point. Yeah. That's the joke. So, oh my god. Let's <laughs> talk about racing. I don't want to talk about her anymore. <sighs> yeah, let's talk about Texas. Texas uh, Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 400 Texas Motor Speedway. It was only 400 miles, James, but I it felt longer. Um, I had to look it up and make sure it wasn't 500 miles. <laughs> I thought about that during the race. Yeah. But, yeah. So, here's the deal. Um, first of all, William Byron gets a win, locks himself into the round eight. Um, so, William Byron's having one of those seasons that... Will who? No, don't even. Don't even. Um, he is having one of those seasons where he he's just there. I mean, he just does his thing during the day, doesn't screw up, and he's just there to capitalize at the end. And, uh, those are the, those are the years that win you championships. And I'll tell you what, man, I know, I know I'm terrible at this where I, every week, whoever won, I'm like, Oh, he's the guy, he's the guy to watch. But I mean, he's been the guy all season. And even when he's, even when he's struggling, kind of fell off the map a little bit, he hasn't struggled. (laughs) He just, no, he's, he just hasn't won, but he's, he's still right there. Yeah, it's you know it's not like they have bad speed or anything since no. uh, since Watkins Glen he only has one race outside the top ten it was the fifteenth at Kansas um, he's been just like you said Eric he just hangs around hangs yeah. around uh, and then Randy Fugel puts him in position to or excuse me Rudy Fugel how yeah. how dare I, I no he's not he's not a Randy I'm like he's a Rudy. I know it's not Randy <laughs> yeah I know he's not a Randy he's a Rudy uh, so anyway Rudy Fugel though you know what the the thing with them that I've kind of noticed is where Larson unloads really fast. The 24 
build speed throughout the race or they find speed throughout the race. They may not unload as fast as the five, but they are consistently, you know, building upon what they have during the race. Yeah. And it came to fruition in this situation where they were just able to be at the right place at the right time and get the good restart that they needed. And, you know, sometimes that's the that's the break you need. Well, you know what I think it is? And what made me think of this was Kyle Busch this weekend. Um, Kyle Busch basically says in his interview that every time I push it, I overstep the line and I wreck. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the difference between Kyle Larson and, and William Byron. And, I think uh, they yep. have the same speed, but Larson is trying to get more out of the car than it has. And William's not. Yeah. It's very smart. And he's yeah. driving kind of above his, you know, kind of above his, uh, you know, experience level, I guess, in that case. I actually really like that. There's no margin of error with this car, and we saw it when Kyle Larson got sideways underneath Bubba. Yeah, that car sucked around so hard, and yeah. and uh, and it's, you know, I was listening to uh, was listening to some interviews on that uh, earlier this week, and, and they said it's just unpredictable when the car will suck. Yep. And uh, Larson just kind of got nabbed there, where, and that's a great point, too, because Larson can afford to be patient because he is so much better right than most people but that's you know eric and, and i think that's why william byron leads the series and wins right now too i mean he's you know takes the best opportunities that are given to him and doesn't force the issue i really i really like how you you know how you brought that together because i think that makes a ton of sense hey i'm a professional man this is you are you <laughs> truly are um you truly are i joked about this race feeling long and it did but james i don't think this was a bad race I think it was a pretty good race for Texas. Um, Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Good restarts at the end. Dale Jr. talks in his podcast this week that he thinks that uh, Texas is starting to come around. Um, And I don't disagree. You know, there's everybody's bitching about turn one, but we don't want these places easy to drive. So no, if they overstep and wreck good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's (laughs) not a problem with me. Yeah. The fact that Uh, everybody's nervous going through one and two is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, – we saw this a little bit at Michigan, too, and they, yeah. they weren't really complaining at Michigan. Um, but sometimes this car – with this car, it's just a tiptoe thing, and uh, and it's just, you know, it, it can be just such a fine line. And I think that's what makes the mile-and-a-half racing with this car so much fun. Yeah. And even when you don't have the greatest show, you still have – you know, great restarts and cars that are coming and going. And it's, it's just a, I like, you know, I just like watching these guys try to dance this fine line and you see some of the best of the best rise to the top. This, get that. this race two years ago would have been an exceptional race. We'd have been very happy with this race at a mile and a half track. Oh um, yeah. The mile and a half package has gotten so good at so many tracks. The Kansases are so good that this still doesn't feel it's not as good as that. Um, but I thought it was a very respectable race. It it certainly doesn't make me want to go to Texas twice, but it nope. doesn't also doesn't make me want to blow the place up anymore either. So that's a, that's a plus, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and you know, I think that you know, I was listening to the teardown, and Jeff Gluck was talking about how the the facility itself needs a lot of work. Yeah, that's gotten and a lot of talk I, this this week. And I wouldn't be opposed to the track itself. You know, I know they messed it up a little bit, um, but if they reconfigured it again, I don't think that's the end of the world. It doesn't sound like that's going to be even possible. Well, I uh, would rather the they leave stuff. it the way it is than make it another Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah, we don't need that. No, we don't need that. <laughs> Honestly, maybe just grind, grind the freaking PJ1 off the surface and it might be better. Yeah, we we have 
we have enough Frankenstein's monsters <laughs> out there. We don't need another one. You know, it's, no. um, you know, we've, I, I like the, I like the, where the schedule is at right now, actually with, with some of the balance, well, uh, I Texas like the, has, Texas does have its place. Texas is not like Charlotte. It's not like Atlanta. It's its own track and yeah. that's how it should be. Yep. You know, um, I mean, you're going to have tracks that don't race as well as others, but it, hell, it's better than Richmond. I'd rather go to Texas twice than Richmond twice. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. know? So, yep. Um, let's talk Bubba Wallace. 111 laps led in this race. Uh, gets the pole. I mean, runs great all day. Uh-huh. Two terrific restarts. Mm-hmm. And the last one got him. And really, it wasn't even the restart, I don't think. It was the attempted block into three. Yeah, he didn't run his line. And he knew it. Yeah. He knew it. Um, what a bummer, man. You go from you go from locking yourself into the next round, you know, essentially a miracle, to now you're outside looking in still close, but outside looking yep. in. Um and didn't really walk away with as many points as for somebody who led as many laps as right. he did. Um, he did not place in well, stage ninth and 10th in the first two yep. stages, ninth well, and 10th and 10th just... and ninth, actually. Yep. 10th and ninth. And that's just, that's just brutal. When you yeah. lead 111 laps, you should be getting, you should be getting max points. Not the other, not the other way around and getting minimal points. Yeah. But Freddie Kraft mentioned in, on Dover for clear, um, one guy who did that, who raced there and got points. Tyler Reddick finished first in stage one. Uh, yep. Ty- Tyler Reddick finished 25th. He had a, something i mean that car just he hit, sunk he hit the wall yeah um but still i mean so you you either with with track position the way it is you either go for stage points mm-hmm. and finish mid-pack or you go for the win and don't get stage points and and yeah. um you know bubba went for the win and i think that's what they need to do um mm-hmm. i don't think they're safe pointing their way in especially with the roval coming um i mean he he's he's gotten better on road courses but He's got to get to Talladega, man. A bad day at Talladega makes the role anybody, an yeah, impossible anybody, task. Yep, exactly. Anybody can get wiped out at Talladega, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Even if you are good there, it's there's not much you can do. Bubba can go. Bubba can get out of the Roval if he is good in with a top 15 finish. But yeah. if he's in a must-win situation at the Roval, you might as well just skip well, the idea of right, making the round of eight. And Steve Letarte said this during the broadcast, and I really liked this insight. Uh, they talked, they looked at this round in the in the history of this round, and looked at the average points that advance. And he said the number that you got to try to get to is 104. He said if you score 104 points love, in a round, I love Steve Letarte, man. That's real. I was really good. I was like, that's really good insight. I'm, and I'm going to keep an eye on that uh, because in this race, so Bubba Wall scores 37 points. Now, uh, say what you want. Maybe he things break a little differently. He wins two stages. Um, he could have got out of here with a third place and 57 points, you know, or a little bit more than that, or a little bit less than that, 55 points, something like that. So that's halfway, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? To 104. He's so he's got, he's got to make that up at Talladega, which, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen there. You, you just never know. You know, the big yeah. one can happen early. It can happen anytime. Um, you know, you might be able to get a break and get some points. I, I don't know what the strategy is moving forward. Um, I, it's hard to be in Bubba's position. And I think Kyle Larson's in that position now. I mean, they're basically the same, you know, Kyle Larson could have walked away with this win and, and been totally fine. Now he's kind of towing the rope a little bit, uh, going to Talladega. So, you know, I, I think when we get there, 
there's going to be guys that are going to have problems. You just don't want to be one of them, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I just wanted to point out that, um, too, just while we're looking at it, I mean, we're looking a week ahead here, but last year, Bubba Wallace finished seventh at the Roval and got 30 points. Yeah. Um, year before he finished, uh, 14th and got 23 points. So he's improved on the road courses, but Mm -hmm. again, you don't know what's going to happen for sure this year. It's just, Um, this is this. He's not, he's not consistent on road courses. He is consistent at, at the super speedways for the most part. Mm -hmm. And usually is in them to the end. Um, and then it just matters where he ends up after that last lap wreck. Right. Right. (laughs) So, right. But definitely need a good weekend here, uh, at Talladega. Um, to, to make the role less stressful. <laughs> yeah. It, it's got to hurt to know that you could have played the complete role of spoiler in this round. Yeah. And, and, and this round being as volatile as it is, I think if you're Bubba Wallace and you're Kyle Larson, you're, you're both kind of feeling the exact same right now. It's like, dang it. We let one, you know, we let one get away. Whereas something like, you know, you think about how Kyle Bush's day ended, um, you know, it's like, well, crap, <laughs> you yeah. know, what are you, what are you going to do? Right. I mean, you know, it happens. Um, you, you just kind of get the hands you're dealt, but this is, this is one where you kind of had it in your hands a little bit and, and you, you weren't able to capitalize. I almost rather be Kyle Bush and be taken out. Yeah. <laughs> versus, you know, I know there Kyle Bush is in the worst possible situation, but it's like, well, crap, I know what I got to do. I got to go find a way to win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Talladega is a lot more clear for Kyle Bush. I mean, he's only 17 points out. Um, but, previous winner at Talladega. Yeah. But 17 points is, is not, easy against i mean every every round it gets tougher to make up those points exactly and you never know like and then that's the thing too you get caught up in a bad draft or yep you know you can go from first to 17th and you're out you know you're out of the points well so. shoot you could be 20th with five to go and you're not going anywhere because there's two lanes and none of them move no, so. nobody wants to move exactly nobody's everybody's just scared to crash yep yep um it is interesting though that we've got we've got Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, and Kyle Bush all outside looking in at Talladega, a track that all three of them are good at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ryan Blaney, you brought him up. My God. Yeah. I mean, geez, don't speed on pit road. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. He's on borrowed time anyway. Sorry, he, Blaney fans, but Penske's on borrowed time this year. Yeah, I guess so. I guess um, so. how about Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I wanted to talk about him. what a disaster of a postseason. I I'm done. I think I'm done. I don't I don't want to hear about him as a contender anymore. And I've got him in my final four, but yeah, me too. I, he's not running good enough. No, I and mean, he barely scraped through the first round, and he was the points leader. I I don't know, man. That's he's plus nineteen going into Talladega, where he's hysterically historically terrible. I mean, you can just ride around and try to survive if you're him. I mean, yeah. he's. He's gonna probably get through this round, and I, he just hasn't. But that's the just, thing; he gets through there. this round, and it's reset again, and he's good to go. And he was upset about his car at Texas after yeah. that, and just screaming on the radio. I, man, man, oh man, I don't know. He's been the worst car. He's been the worst in the playoffs. He's ever since Daytona, Eric. His best finish is is Texas, seventeenth. Everything else is everything else is eighteenth, nineteenth, and thirty sixth. So yeah terrible this is terrible yeah he's they're not running championship worthy they, they might as well just pack it up if they're gonna keep showing up like that you can't get through that way no no you're not gonna win a championship that way no um you mentioned kyle bush um whoever made the montage of him driving cars backwards needs to add uh clip to it <laughs> well 
the fa- my favorite one was Ricky Bobby uh, at Texas in in Talladega Nights going backwards yeah. against Jamie McMurray. I was like, wow, same track, and he did it. <laughs> he actually did it. Yeah, that was so impressive. I don't care what anybody says, man. That no, was it's awesome. hard to do that. He went all the way around the track backwards, pretty much. Yeah, and at pretty decent speed. And he, how did you how did he do that? I mean, I Ty Gibbs couldn't even drive forward on pit road. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. Why in the world is he wait? He's two lanes, three lanes over. He has more problems on pit road than anybody, I think. You know what it looked like? It looked like he was trying to change the channel on the radio. Could be. Like he was, he was going through his his CD. He's trying to put a new CD in. And and that was (laughs) that was a disastrous, like almost catastrophic end to Denny Hamlin's day. Oh yeah, if he'd have hit just a well, they said on DBC he was a foot from being outside looking in right now. Yep. You know, one yep. foot difference, and he's wrecked for the yeah, day. Yeah, Denny's got to be thanking his lucky stars that that car was drivable no after kidding. that, because that was that was just about as bad as you're gonna ma- as you're gonna lose lose out on some playoff points. He hit him a freaking ton. Oh, I know. He didn't know he was coming. He had no idea. He had no idea. Was that worse than uh, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson's kerfuffle? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, Denny has a legit reason to be mad. I don't know if Chase did. Right, I didn't listen to Denny's pod to see if he had anything to say about it. He, but. Ki- yeah, he kind of throws him under the bus yeah. a little bit, which they, that's to be expected. He's probably gonna be a little more careful with Ty now that he's signed that that new contract. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotta be nice to the boss's kid. Yep, or grandson. Right. <laughs> Nepotism. Sorry. Yeah. Um. We lost some tires this weekend, James. A bunch, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of scary how comfortable we're getting with tires falling off cars. Yeah, seems like the old five lug system didn't have that problem. I yeah, think. I mean, I will say, as long as the the wheel comes off and breaks the actual rim and it comes apart in pieces, like it's doing, I guess yeah. that's better. It's safer. It's not getting airborne as much. But man, all it takes is one car to hit it. Yep. But. Uh, yeah, um, Austin Dillon loses one. Todd Gilliland lost one. Which set up our last restart. Kyle Busch, I guess they called him in on the radio. What did they say on the radio to him? It seemed like it was fine. And he said, no, nah, something's not right. Yeah, but that I don't think he he didn't have a loose wheel. I think he had a tire going down. Yeah, that thing was just all discombobulated. Yeah. This came apart. And, I, you know, I don't know, James. It could have just because he went wide and got debris on the tires. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was it and the spin had nothing to do with it. He just pushed yeah. too hard into one. Yeah. I mean, it yep. snapped loose. It was weird, but I don't well, know. So was so was Larson's to yeah. deal, too. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. It, with the old car, I would have said, yeah, he's spinning out. But I we haven't seen a car yep. suck one around like that with this new car. Yep. But yep. man, Bubba didn't give him any room, though. But th- no. Bubba didn't do anything wrong. That's the way you want to do it. No, Bubba thought he did something wrong, I think, initially. But then yeah. he, he cleared his head. Uh, with the Larson deal, that is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Bubba did everything he was supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, and, and they mentioned it on DBC. Um, this is this is probably Bubba's best NASCAR weekend ever. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, yeah, he got a third place finish out of the deal, but he started on the pole. He led 111 laps, more laps he's ever led in a race. Um, you know, top car all day long and, and just loses it on the last restart. Um, that's a that's a hugely successful day, and I know it's it's easy for Bubba not to look at that and and accept that when you didn't get the win and you're not locked in. Um, right. But he's got to be proud of that day. That's that's a big improvement for that team. That you know I was ready to throw the towel in on earlier this season, 
Well, they're fighting for. I mean, they're fighting for the round of eight. I mean, yeah. you can't ask for much more out of that out of that team, especially when you came in as the last seed in the in the playoff. Yeah. You know? Exactly. They're already they're already farther than they probably should have been. Exactly. Um, you mentioned uh, the the playoffs. Um, we already talked about Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Tyler Reddick, also outside looking in. Uh, pretty close though. Kyle Busch is only seventeen points out. Uh, Blaney's eleven points out, and both Reddick and Bubba two and three points out. So pretty close there. Mm-hmm. Um, lots can change um, on the on the front side of things. Kyle Larson's only two points to the good. Brad Keselowski's eight points to the good. Ross Chastain is 12 to the good. And Martin Truex Jr. is 19 to the good. Um, and I mean, really, Denny Hamlin's Denny Hamlin's the safest, but he's only 37 points to the good. So, yeah, he's he should be OK. He'll get through. Yeah. He should be OK. Got to get got to get through Talladega with our Just get through Talladega. Yeah. Yep. I think yep. the one you got to worry about is Brad. Um, Brad. Yeah. If he doesn't, I mean, he'll be good at Talladega. He's just got to not get caught up in crap. I think you got to worry about Kyle Larson. Yeah, Kyle you Larson do. can't. You do. He's not a bad restrictor plate racer, but he just cannot finish one of these well, races. Well, this is yeah. Well, then then they show up at Talladega with busted parts on the car before the right. race starts. That that's yeah. part of that too. Um, I, I'm more confident with Brad because Brad's usually there at the end. Yeah, this race was a disaster for Kyle. This yeah. was as bad as you could possibly have it be because if he just finishes that race and doesn't win he's totally fine yep going into talladega even with not a whole heck of a lot of playoff points he's still in pretty good shape at talladega you can survive now he's now he's got a fight and he's gonna scratch and claw <laughs> at talladega and the roval which is not ideal it's just not where you want to be even right. though you've got a good car but you know it's you know, what do you do? <laughs> you know, if you're again, if you're Kyle Larson, you don't want to go into the Roval down. You don't want to be outside looking in. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd be worried about Ross Chastain too. Um, Chastain has won on a super speedway, but he's also wrecked out of a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so he, he finished second in this race. We got, we should, yeah. we should mention that he came out of nowhere, finished second and had all sorts of problems, but, but he's but... a checkers or wreckers at super speedways. Yes, he is. And so if that goes the wrong direction, it could be bad. And then, you know, again, we mentioned Martin Truex Jr. He's terrible here. Yep. Um, he's not been good on super speedways at all. He could be he could be running the Natalie Decker line back, you know, half a lap behind everybody and still get involved <laughs> in the wreck. So, um, you know, the one thing I'll say Larson's got going for him, I think, is he's got three teammates who have nothing yeah, to gain that's in true. this race. So, I, I, you know, if you've got one thing, like – Team meeting comes in. Hey, protect the five at all costs. That's true. Is, is that an advantage for Ryan Blaney too? He's got one of the best restrictor players, yeah. super speedway drivers that has, I think that's all part of it. Yeah. I mean, Logano's I think it's an advantage, Blaney, right? Right. And I think it's an advantage for RFK too, because you just stick together. I mean, you guys both got to go. So just stick together and go. Um, yeah. There's a lot of advantages to having teammates out of the playoffs or, you know, you know, like that, like in the case of RFK, you've got two cars. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely an advantage, you know, to help, especially when you've got like you've got strength in numbers with Hendrick. You yeah, know? And, and maybe you know maybe the Ford camp goes well, help those RFK guys out, right? You know, Stuart Haas and things like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what manufacturers have a huge sway over these races now. Yes, they do. So I'd like to see. I mean, I'm I'm sure Chevrolet wants to make sure the the Golden Goose is protected as much as possible so yeah we'll see we'll see how many of those chevrolet folks are paying attention and how many of them are striking right now (laughs) i mean it's something to think about how is that affecting the resources the chevy teams are getting going into the playoffs or sure playoffs 
Yep. So not a bad point. Yeah. Um, William Byron gets his 10th victory in 210 NASCAR cup series races, his sixth this season, um, sixth victory and 16th top 10 finish in 2023. Uh, Tendrick motorsports, 300th cup series victory. Uh, most victories by a team in the Cup Series. Ooh, I had the statistics on this, Eric. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, well, thank NASCAR so, and their race facts. Uh, while I'm doing that, I'll multitask. Uh, the um, William Byron, looking ahead now, um, he is a lock at the Final Four at this point, right? I mean, look at those tracks he's got coming yeah, up. Probably. He's got Las Vegas and Homestead. He should be totally fine. I think. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't think you can lock anybody in yet, but yeah. But boy, does I mean, he look good. He looks really good now. He's gonna get a win in one of those races, you would think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, or he doesn't even. He probably probably won't even have to. He'll be. He, I don't think he'll have to. No, he just needs to not have a bad day. Yeah. So, do you want the list of Hendrick Motorsports all-time winners? Sure. All right. There's been 20 winners for Hendrick Motorsports in the Cup Series. Nice. Jeff Gordon is number one all-time. 93. Jimmy Johnson is second. 83. Third place, Chase Elliott. Really? Yep. 18 wins for just for Hendrick Motorsports. Now, Kyle Larson is fourth, 16. Now, that's not all of Kyle Larson's career wins. Obviously, he won with Chip. Uh, Terry Labonte had 12. William Byron. Wow, that's funny. I thought, I thought Terry Labonte had more than that. I mean, I, nope, know he, ter- I know he won in other cars, too. But Junior Johnson, I think he's, he racks him up. But, yeah, yeah, Terry Labonte had 12. William Byron, 10. Daryl Waltrip, 9. So, the top seven... All have cup championships except for William Byron. So that's that I'm really glad you brought that to the show because that is really, really interesting. Yeah. Tim Richmond, nine. Dale Earnhardt Jr., nine. Alex Bowman, seven. That's your top ten. Wow. Tied for tenth is Jeff Bodine. And then I'll, I'll just rip through these really quick. Casey Kane, Mark Martin, Ken Schrader, Kyle Busch, Ricky Rudd, Jerry Nadeau, Joe Nemechek, Brian Vickers, Casey Mears, all with wins for Hendrick Motorsports. Wow. I like that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it was a good list. I was like, ooh, this is a good one. Uh, I I saw another one where I think Tim Richmond had the best win percentage for Hendrick Motorsports. That makes I think sense. it was like I think he won one out of every five races or something. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. I would have man, I wish we could have seen what Tim Richmond actually could have brought. Yeah, with early Hendrick. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. he was something, man. He, he certainly a talent. What a, what a list of names on that. On yeah, that no, list, that's though. really that's really interesting. I, I would not have guessed that. But you've got Kyle Busch fifteenth all time on a list. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's a pretty good list of drivers. The top two doesn't didn't surprise me, but everybody else pretty much did. So yeah, yep. So good there you go. William like Byron's that. climbing the yeah. William Byron's climbing the uh, climbing the charts, and if he wants to win a championship, he's probably got to probably got to pass Terry Labonte here. Yeah, get pretty darn close to it. So hmm. yep, pretty cool. Pretty good list. Very cool. Uh, Ty Gibbs was your highest finishing rookie in this race, 33rd for Ty Gibbs. Uh, and that is the Cup Series at Texas. Anything else to add to that before we move on to Xfinity, James? Nope, I think we're good. Before we dive into the Xfinity race, I forgot to ask this last week and we didn't have a discussion. We don't have to have a long discussion on it tonight. Uh, but I just want to go back to uh, back to Bristol. And uh, Justin Allgaier is leading. Dale Jr. is second. Does Dale Jr. pass Justin Allgaier and take the the clinching of the next round away from him. Do you think Dale I, Jr. passes Allgaier to win that race? I'd like to believe he would. I would like to believe he would too, but I don't think he would. I'd like to believe he would. <laughs> I don't think he would have. I think uh, I think the team owner would have come out and he would not have passed Allgaier. Fortunately, we didn't have to worry about it. And not to mention, even if Jr. wouldn't have caught on fire, we still wouldn't have to worry about it because Allgaier had fresh tires and he was faster. But 
Dale would never answer that. No, uh, he would never answer that question. No, no. no. but no. it'd be fun to ask. Fun to know. Yeah, it would. He was all fired up on the podcast today, by the way. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah, well, I'll, we, I got a little nugget from it. I'll uh, I'll share once we get to the news. Good but, deal. Yeah, he was all fired up. Uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series had the Andy's Frozen Custard 3000. Um, endurance race lasted all day. Um, <laughs> what a race, man. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek gets himself another win. Uh, leads 38 laps on the day. Uh, speaking of Justin Allgaier, 133 laps led from him, uh, but lots of cautions, a lot of wrecks, uh, 12 cautions, 85 or 65 laps in this one, 65 laps out of 200 were run under caution. Uh, and we had, I mean, we wrecked on the first lap, the first, first, the second turn we wrecked and then we wrecked coming off a of turn four, just like the inaugural cup race in 97. My gosh, this was race was a mess. Them up. And I'll tell you what, Justin Allgaier needs to sit down with Sam Mayer and show him his his slip up in turn two because Allgaier lifted and he didn't wreck. And yes, he lost the win probably because of it, but he didn't wreck and Sam yeah. Mayer pounded the wall because he never lifted. Um, <laughs> that's the difference between experience and a you know a young guy. Yep. And a young guy. Yep. And having a win in your pocket does help. Yeah, that too. It does help. It does help. It does help. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about this race. It was a wreck fest, um, which Texas kind of has become with the can, Xfinity series. Can you explain to me now? I, I watch, I watch the Xfinity series. I keep, I keep tabs on the Xfinity series, but you, I think you actually, you I watch, watch every the races. Weekend. Yeah. Clear, clearly watch the races with more, um, with more intensity than I do. Can, in, in this, in this quick summary, can you explain to me what the heck is going on with Parker Kligerman? I don't know, man. That's a really good run for him. He almost won this race. I know. He honestly almost won this race, and he, I mean, he messed up blocking John Hunter. I mean, he, I don't think he would have held off John Hunter. I think John Hunter was way faster. Um, But, man, it was close. I thought he was going to win this thing. Yeah, Um, I'm, I'm. I, I was hoping you, I was hoping to find clarity because I can't figure it out. I they're don't just feel peaking like that... at the right time, man. I guess. I mean, they are an RCR related team. Yeah, but they're they they're, they also have to overcome Bristol. We should mention that yeah, Bristol set them back, but yeah. still, but still. But they are they're on the, on the RCR campus, so I'm sure they're getting help from RCR. Um, but no, I don't know. I mean. It's just impressive. He's top fiving his way. Uh, he like he's been top fiving since Watkins Glen. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm just I'm just thoroughly I I love it for Parker. Dude, I was rooting so out. hard for him. I wanted to see him win yeah. this race so bad. I know. I just love it. I just love it. I wish I just don't have any clarity on it because I don't I don't know where it came from. I'm like man, oh man, Parker. No, I mean they've been good all season. Like they've been there. Obviously, I mean, they made, they the, made playoffs. the playoffs. Yeah, but they just they haven't been contending for wins, and certainly yeah. not on an oval. You know. Yeah, it, yeah, this it's for whatever reason they got to once they got past Loudon, they've been really on a tear. Ever since Loudon, they've been running really, really good. So yeah. but that's crazy. Um, should I throw my soapbox down real quick? I know where you're going and go for it, my man. <laughs> Brennan Poole tries to knock the pit wall down. Um, and I will argue yet again. In fact, I even got a, somebody tweeted at me and asked me uh, what my thoughts on it. Um, I will say again, man, we need a pit wall on these yep. tracks and, and no place is it more obvious than having it happen at Texas as we go to Talladega next weekend, because mm-hmm. I mean, and they mentioned it on DBC that all, I mean, if that tire would have hooked, so if that, if that wheel would have broken off 
and done mm -hmm. what um, Chris Buschers did it at, at uh, Charlotte last year and hooks underneath the car and pops that thing up in the air. He's going right through that pit box and he is yep. flying. Yep. Um, I was honestly worried that pit wall wasn't going to hold. Um, yeah. That. And what if that, what if we had live green flag pit stops? Yeah. James, just... what if it happened uh, during qualifying when all the cars are lined up on pit road and all the drivers are standing there? They got to, I don't know. It should be considered. I know it's rare, but it should be considered. TJ Majors was throwing a fit and arguing that they, they can't do it because if somebody wrecks coming off of turn four, but Charlotte has an inside pit wall coming off of turn four. Now mm -hmm. it doesn't go the full length of pit road for some stupid reason, yep. but it's there where the road course is. Michigan's got an inside pit wall. Yeah. They've all got inside. If, and I think, I think it was, uh, it was either Freddie or, or Brett that said if they can do it at Dover, they can do yeah. it here. You know? Yep. There's no reason not to. That's it right. is just crazy. And I, I mean, I hope they do this. They need to do it before somebody gets hurt. Some, yep. not, not hurt. If there was a if there was a pit stop, oh, somebody, there, if yeah. they were pitting there, somebody would have been killed. Somebody's gonna get killed. Yep. Yep. You can say it because it's true. Yeah, it's hundred percent true. Just yep. I hate this stuff when it's so damn obvious, and we won't fix it until something happens. You can put a you can put an inside retaining wall with a safer barrier. Yeah. On uh, facing the the racing surface, I don't think that's I don't think that's like inconsiderate and you don't even to have to block the first you know eight pit stalls coming off a of turn four because nobody's gonna you can't possibly mm -hmm. spin that direction and if somebody really educated said you know james maybe having it right next to pit road isn't the best location for it but we can put it here then put it wherever the hell right is the safest i don't care what that is. i don't know what the science is on it just put it Put something. Yeah, we, I mean, you don't need to put the wall right on pit road either. You can put it. There's wherever a lot of grass safe. there. <laughs> yeah, wherever it's safest. You tell me. You you get some really smart person to tell me where it's safest to put a, put a wall and put that dang wall in there. To Michigan back in the in the day did not have an inside pit wall. They had a guardrail that was about thirty feet along or away from the asphalt and yes, they ran did. the curve along the front stretch instead of straight across pit road. Yes, so. they did. Yep. Um, I mean, Nazareth was like that. Nazareth had a pit wall like that, that mm -hmm. there was a bunch of grass in between the pit wall and pit road. So yeah, there's I don't no know. reason not to, I know, I know it, it was, I mean, that was the hardest we've seen a car hit pit wall, but keep it really mind, hard. Yeah. Cody Ware hit the pit wall last year in the cup. Yeah, race. he did. Yeah, he did. He did. And hit it hard. Yep. So that's two times now at this track in two years in a row. Yep. Um, let's fix it before somebody gets before somebody dies. We don't need somebody killed. We don't need. This. Yeah, we don't need somebody dying. Yeah, and Talladega, you said it. Yeah. You said it. Talladega doesn't have a pit wall, so. Yeah, Talladega to put a freaking pit wall up and a catch fence. No. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because that's just I, an accident waiting for it to happen. Somebody come get you, airborne coming out of out of the. Oh, we do all these things to protect and be safe, and it's like there's this glaring there's this glaring safety issue. It's glaring. Yeah. And it's, it's not being addressed. Just like Talladega for years had no catch fence around the track until Jimmy Horton flew out of the park. And then the next year they put a catch fence mm -hmm. up. That's right. It's like, come on. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I get it. Yeah. I mean, guys were flying over the walls back in the fifties and they Daytona. Yeah. Now we have, you know, yeah. Uh, Lake Lloyd has had some visitors that yes. are, that are boats. Yeah. <laughs> Can we, well, I mean that goodies yeah. dash series used to wreck everything. So, and it's not surprising. One of those ended up in the, in the pond. Oh but, my uh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dexter Stacy, I think it was, is the one who, uh, there you go. Yeah. The, yeah. It was a blast pond. from the past. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, anything else worth mentioning this one, James, again, it was a crash fest. I mean, that's what happens sometimes. No, I think that's about it. I mean, really, Parker was the the story. 
Um, Sheldon Creed mustered an eighth place finish with a terrible car. Um, we saw uh, we saw his teammate Austin Hill have trouble, um, got involved in the wreck, but still finished seventh. Oh, and Trevor Bain looked like he lacked experience out there. Yeah, uh, that crash was a little ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> this whole—I I mean, this race was a mess. Tell you what, though, Trevor, Trevor's fast. Yeah. He hasn't lost that part of his—he hasn't lost that part of it. But boy, that was a weird—that was a whole—that was a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go, uh, John Hunter. That is his ninth victory in ninety-five Xfinity Series races, seventh victory and twenty-first top ten finish in twenty twenty-three. Seven wins this year. He's James. high. Yeah, he's high stepping to towards Phoenix now. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, Sammy Smith with third was the highest finishing rookie in this one. Mm, we'll talk about him later. Yes, we will. Uh, with that, let's talk some news. And James, let's talk about Sammy Smith. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sammy Smith is heading out the door from JGR, leaving Toyota, and going to the eight car with JRM next year. What do you wow. think of that move? Uh, Toyota's got to fix up the pipeline. I feel like I guess a little so. bit. Sammy's a good pickup, man. That's a really good pickup. That's a really strong. That's a really strong driver. That might be an upgrade from Josh Berry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, youth. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. at least. I mean, Sammy's yeah. got more to learn than Josh Berry does. Josh Berry is. Josh Berry is yeah, a veteran that's going to be a rookie next year, but still a veteran. Ups. You're talking upside though, and that's yeah. that's the thing. Sammy Smith is upside. Yeah, uh, Toyota's lost Chandler Smith and Sammy Smith and Kyle Busch all within the last year. Yeah. Who else did they lose? They lost somebody else out of the pipeline, too. I can't remember. But anyway, that's that's a that's a boatload of talent, man, <laughs> to wa- just let walk out the door for nothing. Yeah. But they've got their Ty Gibbs in there. You know, they got their Martin Truex Jr. still locked down. So yeah. I guess they're happy. Keeping Denny. Keeping 2311. So. Oh, yeah. Getting, le- getting legacy. Yep. But yeah, so. this is huge. This is a big one. I'm sur- I was surprised. Yeah, but yeah, I, guess... I didn't see Sammy leaving the uh, leaving Toyota pipeline. But there's well, nowhere to go. Well, when Denny signed his deal, I mean that, you know, John Hunter's going to be coming. There's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of room there unless no. you want to wait for Truex. But I don't know if that's even possible. I don't know. Like I said, great pickup for JRM. I mean that's a that's a big move right I... there. Oh yeah, just a great. It's a great gift. They're going to be in the championship hunt next year, no doubt about Definitely. it. Definitely. I was going to ask you too. I was going to ask you too, Eric. Uh, so, Joe Gibbs Racing's obviously invested in in Ty, and I think that's a smart investment. Yeah. Ty Gibbs is. Ty Gibbs is. You know. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's he's gonna win a lot of races. I think. Yeah. The same as Smith. Look at that. He's not just getting it because he's the he's no. Joe's grand grandson. He, no, he's good. He's he's really good. But does does Sammy Smith look up the pipeline and go, well, I can never be number one. I can only be ever be number two. Maybe is that is that part of that? Do you think? Maybe. I mean, he's certainly got to consider it, right? I mean, he's not going to be the number yep. one guy there. Yep. Yep. I mean, yep. I I think that might be part of it, and it's it's a good equipment in JRM. I mean, I I don't yeah. know. He kind of flexes. Fucks his muscle a little bit, and maybe Chevrolet's got some openings coming up too. So I know that yeah, you know. Uh, JGR has. I mean, we just said seven wins with John Hunter this season. Yep. Um, I still think Dale Junior. I think Junior Motorsports is the best team in Xfinity. Um, yep. I know they're they're having a down year this year, but the down year this year still has you know <laughs> Justin Allgaier racing for a championship. 
Um, yep. It, it still has wins with JRM. Um, and they're, they're the, the difference with JRM and yes, I know they're, they're a Hendrix subsidiary kind of, kind of, um, Rick Hendrick's picture is on the wall at junior motorsports, but this is an, this is an Xfinity team that cares about Xfinity and that's it. Whereas JGR is a cup team that has an Xfinity mm-hmm. team. So that just it's you're getting more resources going toward your team in at junior motorsports than you would at JGR mm-hmm. in my opinion. So yep. now Toyota brings a lot to the table. Toyota we know is a different deal than Chevy and Ford. I mean the, what they bring to a team is a lot. There's a lot of support there and I think mm-hmm. we see that in K- KBM this year. Um there's definitely been a slippage of performance there as a result. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it, I mean, Kyle didn't get worse in the truck. He he underperformed there because of the switch. So, yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's interesting, but great yep. great move, great pickup by JRM, a, a team that I wasn't sure how they were going to fill that eight 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 seat. That's um, as good as you can do. Yeah, can't do any better than that. And you got sure. sponsorship to boot. You got Pilot J yeah. and a and a good and a good driver. So, yep, really really good pickup. Yep, agreed. Uh, Ryan Priest resigns with 41 uh, for 2024. Um, I don't think that's a surprise, right? Real, no, I think we kind of expected him back. I, yeah, and I think we we know now it's a year to year basis for that 41. Yeah. So you gotta. I'm sure he's got one year to prove it. I don't know how much longer he's got, but yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Um, Bob Pop Bob Pockris tweeted today uh, that he fully expects SHR to be a four car team next season. Uh, still no word on Almirola. Uh, he said that he does not expect Almirola to come back. That's kind of the word, but stranger things have happened. Um, Cole Custer penned as the likely replacement for Almirola if he leaves. I wanted to ask you about that, James, what your thoughts oh are on that. God, it's so bad. <laughs> I worry. I'm so worried about that organization. Oh, yeah, man. So here's the thing, though. So I I I, I delved Ugh. into the Twitter sphere um, on this and and read some of the comments on Bob's and somebody posted that Custer hasn't Custer hasn't done enough in the Xfinity series. He needs another year there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know he hasn't done much this year, but this the last time he was in the Xfinity series, he won like eight races and almost won the championship. So like, I think he's proven himself in the Xfinity series. And personally. Oh, yeah. James, I don't think another year in the Xfinity series is going to do anything for no, him. If anything, it's setting him backwards for the Cup Series. It's already he's already been sent backwards. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think if you really want him to, if you don't want to move him back up to Cup, I think you put him in the Truck Series if you want him to learn anything. Because I don't think he's learning anything in that Xfinity car. I just at one time, <laughs> at one time, their roster consisted of Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch. All on the same team. Yeah. And now you've got a rookie Josh Berry, an up-and-coming Chase Briscoe who's got a lot to prove. Nobody in the 10 car. <laughs> right. That maybe Cole, maybe Cole Custer and Ryan Priest, an unproven Ryan Priest. I, this is, I don't know, man. That's pretty shaky stable. If, if Kevin Harvick's running the way he's running, can you put any of the blame on Cole Custer? No, you can't. I mean, he's just a young driver. I just, yeah, you know, unfortunately, Cole got the boot, you know, pretty quickly. I mean, yeah, I think he got it too quickly. I mean, I I was surprised that we booted him to put Ryan Priest in there, to be honest. Well, Tony, Tony had a hunch about Ryan Priest. I don't I don't 
think Tony's completely wrong about Ryan Priest, but the cars are so bad. No, I don't think he's can't... wrong either, but I don't I don't think he's wrong about Ryan Priest being having potential. I just don't think that Cole Custer's a disaster. No, Cole Custer's a winner in the Cup Series. He's not yeah. he's not chopped liver, you know. He's same with same with Chase Briscoe. I know Chase Briscoe's having a rough year, but that dude's really freaking good. Yeah. I mean, we saw him go toe to toe with Kyle Busch and win a whole bunch of races. I, he can win. These guys can win. They just got to put it together with a the organization, but the organization's in bad shape. They got no sponsorship. They've got lackluster, you know, drivers at the current moment. It's pretty rough. If you're an SHR fan, you're in you're in pretty dark days. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't disagree with you. Um, yep. It's certain, but I don't. I mean, I, again, I don't think keeping Cole Custer in the Xfinity Series another year, if there's an open ride in the Cup Series, makes right. any sense. I mean, who who else are you going to put in the Cup car? Who do you got right now? You got nobody. No, I wouldn't put Riley Herbst in there. No, That's, hell no, hell no. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, you can't make it out of Turn Four at Texas. So, yeah, watch him win at Talladega or something. Right. <laughs> I think yeah. he's running. I think he's running in the Cup race. Maybe so. they maybe they could put Daniel Hemmerk in there. Oh wait, we can't do that because that's already been done. Then. Oh, well, they could always hire Haley Deegan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, man. Uh we're expecting you say we're expecting the cup series schedule this week. Is that what you heard? I, didn't, I, I didn't saw see that. it. Yep. Yep. I did see it. Last that I heard possibly, it was delayed another couple weeks. So Yeah, I said possibly it's possibly this week into next week is when they expect the the, the schedule to come out. Um, um you have in here a rumor a... North Wilkesboro will get two races in twenty twenty four. Um yep. however, there was some news today from Save the Speedway uh that went out on Twitter that uh, notes that their um, the state budget has uh, I put four million, but it's forty two million. Um, oh no, forty two million for Wilkes, four million for Speedway Motorsports uh, Incorporated, um, yep. because of having the All Star Race in North Wilkesboro. He notes in here that um, Elmore and SMI also committed to having two NASCAR events the following season. Mm-hmm. One is the Brushy Mountain Power Sports One Fifty part of the NASCAR Wayland modified tour on yeah, September 30th. So go. the second NASCAR race may not be a cup race. May not be a cup race, but could be to be considered though. Yes. To be considered because yeah, we, we've got dates moving around. There's tracks that we know of that are. Well, yeah, let's, on, let's talk about that. Cause this all kind yeah, of runs together. It all, this, yeah. It all runs list. together. Um, so the double header that we heard rumored that was going to be Richmond or it was going to be two different tracks. And then it was going to be Richmond. Um, now sounds like it isn't happening. Nope. Um, which is interesting because I don't know how they're going to have off weekends for the Olympics if they don't do that, but somehow they're going to pull it off uh, because I can't imagine you're moving Darlington out of the playoffs. So the playoffs have to start the same time. Um, you have, yeah, and you can't start Daytona a few weeks earlier because right. we know the clash is already yeah. in place. Yeah. Um, the NASCAR Xfinity Series could be returning to Iowa this season or next season. Possibly the Cup Series. Yeah, the rumor is the Cup Series could go there because Montreal is on the uh, on the outs at the moment right now. So I'd love to see Iowa. Yeah, I would love to see Iowa get on the schedule. I will be there if they if they make if they go to Iowa. I will be there. Cool. Um, Texas will likely have a spring race. That's kind of just putting two and two together. The NASCAR or the IndyCar Series announced their schedule, and Texas is no longer on it. Yeah, they. Um, uh, Yeah, that's a shame because that's one of the best places to run i mean real high speed indycar which yeah. is kind of a kind of a bummer to lose that one but yeah i mean nascar did ruin it for the indycars with the pj1 um but it's gotten better and they actually 
they did an interesting thing this year where they had um, a bunch of the, had all the teams gave the teams an extra set of tires to go run the top groove in during practice, mm-hmm. yep. um, which helped the IndyCar race la- this year. So, um, and Dale Jr. says the Roval's gone. Uh, next yeah, year. he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you yeah. think about that? Well, I fell for a satire. Yeah, site, you did. Yes, you did. And uh, and then Dale Jr. said that, so I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> But yeah, we, the the thing that I fell for said that the Coke 600 was moving. Yeah, and yeah, it's like I was like, "There's no way that's happening." <laughs> so at least I was, at least my radar was up, even though I fell for it. Right. But yeah, I um, I'm actually okay with that. The Roval served its purpose. Now we have a really good mile and a half package. Let's let's run mile and halves. I'm not okay with it just because I like the Roval. Um, I mean, I'm not I I'm not losing any sleep over this, James. I really I'm well, not. I don't care that much. Um, but I don't want to, I, I like the Roval. Um, and I, I, again, I, I, it will die on the cross that I don't think we should race it any place twice. If you're going to race the same track twice. Well, what if, what if, uh, what if North Wilkesboro gets a points paying race and we run the Roval for the, uh, all-star race? I don't really like the Roval for an all-star race. I don't think, um, Remember we did the clash on the road course yeah, at Daytona. I don't not, think a road course exhibition race is a good idea unless you do something like what we talked about with like a 24 hours of Daytona or a 12 hour endurance or something right. like that, or six right. hour, um, something interesting like that. But I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. I'll be happy to watch the, um, watch the Charlotte race on the, on the oval. It probably will increase my chances of going to Charlotte. Um, cause I just can't, seem to make memorial day weekend work but i yeah. certainly could make the fall race work so um so i'd like that but i don't know what do you th- what do you think of dale Earnhardt jr the newsbreaker yeah it's, that's not new <laughs> junior junior's funny because he'll he'll talk about stuff that he talks like it's fact when nobody else has even let the rumor out about it yet so you know he's in the know well, and then he, and then he'll yeah. act like he doesn't know certain things and it's like you know he knows he knows he's especially in the smi stuff because he's in with marcus smith and Marcus oh, yeah. tells him all kinds of stuff. And he's in with the TV provider. You don't think he doesn't know what the second half of the schedule looks like already right. next year? Yeah, he's already planning his Xfinity races. So NBC, he knows. NBC knows what the schedule is. Oh, hell I'm yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. So does Fox. And I mean, Junior's not new to breaking news. Last year, he broke the Kyle Busch news. So there you go. See? <laughs> Dale Jr., the newsbreaker. Dale Jr., just, he's just the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, my God. That's all I can say. Yes, he is. <sighs> um. Hendrick Motorsports has added two Xfinity races to the schedule for this season. Yeah, um, in the 17. Yeah, Raja Carruth getting a start and Boris Said getting a start. Boris Said will start at the Roval. Where's Carruth racing? He's racing last race of the season at Phoenix. There you go. That's an incredible opportunity for that. Yeah, game, a really man. good opportunity. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. what he can do because I think he's got more talent than what he can show in the well, car. Well, this is going to be a nice little be a nice little glimpse. If he has a nice clean race, runs fast, I think that's a really good day for him. Yeah. So. I love it. Love to see it. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, anything else with the news? That was all I saw so far, but man, it came out fast and furious today. I had the notes started and then I was like, dang it. I had to keep going back in and checking it out. So, yeah. um, um, everything looks, everything looks, oh, we had, uh, we had a great Stuart Haas announcement, um, that they're running the wonder bread and the, Oh yeah, that is, that is good. That is good. <laughs> From Talladega Nights, priests and, Priest and uh, Briscoe. Yeah, so you know was, they'll be quoting cool. movie quotes during the race. Oh, I'm they've sure. been, yeah, they've been tweeting back and forth, which yeah. has been kind of fun. I know. So. I retweeted Ryan Priest with the Cougar in the car today. Yep. So. You sat next to a Cougar. I in, did. Uh, I in sat in the Talladega Nights car, man. Yep. So there you go. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Um, yeah. No, that'll be fun. I, I always love when they do those little tie-ins. It's you know, it's it's always good of NASCAR to uh, latch on to something that was you know a decade ago. And I don't um, care if people don't. I don't care if people don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. But it's just man, it's a great sponsorship opportunity. And yeah. If you got sponsors coming on board to do it and who want to do it, by all means. Heck yeah! I know that some people didn't really appreciate Talladega Nights and. They did make fun of us a little bit. It was pretty silly, but it's still totally. it's it still good. Matter. Yeah, it's good. What's going on with Days of Thunder Two? Have you heard any news on that? I haven't heard any news on that, but the writer strike is over. So that is, that, you're right. That is that's a good now sign. That the, now that the writer strike's over, we know that the office is coming back, so we got to be careful. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Hey, it's the that thing though where like Arrested Development. If we just ignore it, it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> like a tree falling in the woods. If nobody's around, nobody will know. Yeah. You know what I don't want to ignore, James? What's that? This is the best week at, week of the year. It is. We are heading into Talladega, and we get two best weeks of the year because we go to Talladega twice. Uh, but this is Talladega in the playoffs. Um, I love this week. I love Talladega. It is it is my favorite track on the schedule, um, even having not been there. Uh, it's also the scariest. I get You've nervous watching this. I'm going to let you. Well, yeah, I'm going to give you credit. You've been there. Not for You've a race, there. but I've been there. Yep. Um, that's, that's the, that's the cover of the podcast next year is the front stretch of Talladega. So that is the super speedway. So yes, yes. Um, looking forward to it. Yellowwood 500 for the NASCAR cup series, the truck series in action as well as the loves RV stop 250. NASCAR Xfinity takes the weekend off. Uh, we get to make our picks, James. I'm, I mean, this is just stupid. I'm not even, I don't even care anymore because it's over. I mean, there's no chance I'm coming mm-hmm. back. Um, I have to find them though. Where are they at here? Um, you, uh, <laughs> I haven't pulled you up if you want to see. <laughs> beat me by 25 points. You got another win. I haven't won all the season. Third, yep. It is only the third win of the year. Yeah. My third win of the year. Absolutely ridiculous. I've locked myself into the round of eight. Um, I get to first pick. So I'm going to pick the guy that you're probably going to pick the one who's going to push him to the win. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm going to go, Chris, I am. I'm going Chris Busher for this one. So, <laughs> all right. I'm going Brad Keselowski. It's Talladega. I'm taking Brad. Yeah. It's my, it's my biggest vice in all of, uh, in all of Pictum. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> um, there you go. How'd fantasy go this week? I didn't, I didn't look at fantasy. I was at one point during the race. I didn't look I at was, the results, but what? I know I was doing really good. You were doing good. Um, I was doing really good. I had all my bonuses locked in. I was doing great. Kyle Larson was going to win. And then Kyle Larson crashed. Yep, I had Kyle as well. Uh, So what ended up happening with that is Jeff Gordon for GOAT got the win, 213. Eric, even with Kyle Larson crashing, you finished second. Nice. 203. I think everybody in in the league had Larson. I finished third with 186. So, uh, so there you go with that overall, or excuse me, I'll do playoff standings next. Uh, I am in the lead there, 822. Ranger is second and Freight Train is third. And overall standings, the Baron Speedway uh, Memorial Cup is pretty much <laughs> locked down. He's got a 332 point lead. Uh, I am in second and Ranger is in third. Um, he's only... Uh, he's only six points behind me. So <laughs> we keep swapping second and third, but I held serve this week. Nice. So there you go. It's a, it's a close battle still for second place. That's, that's the race, the race to second. I could have made it to the TV 
in time to watch this live and be able to work the bench at the end of stage two. But I had super motocross, the last round of super motocross left to watch. And I figured it's Texas and I'm not going to want to sit through commercial breaks at Texas because it's probably going to be long enough. So I decided to keep it delayed and that worked out really good because I caught up at the very end of the race. Like there was 20 laps to go and I caught up to live. It was great. It's perfect timing. <laughs> yes. Can't do anything much better than that. No, no. Got to watch super motocross as well, which is awesome. Um, good to see that go down. So um, James got any shout outs this week? Um, yes, I do. Uh, I went to the grocery store, local grocery store. They're never going to hear this. Um, <laughs> And they had a huge Monster Energy display. And in that Monster Energy display was one Ty Gibbs, a big old cutout of Ty Gibbs. And pinned down his shirt was a Saginaw Valley, or pinned <laughs> down to his chest was a Saginaw Valley t-shirt, uh, Saginaw Valley State University t-shirt. And I had a laugh. Nice. I just had a laugh. They just covered up the, the whole mo- whole point of the... <laughs> whole point of the display was to advertise Monster, and then they pinned up a T-shirt on top of Ty Gibbs's uh, chest. So, that's awesome. uh, shout out to the local store. Shout out to Saginaw Valley State University. That made me laugh. Thank you very much. That's good stuff. Um, I will give my shout out to the aforementioned Super Motocross. They had three playoff rounds um, over the last three weeks. Very, very fun to see. Um, interesting format the way they did it. Uh, it was it was single points for round one, which was at Charlotte on the road course or on the on the uh, on the um, drag strip, um, and then Chicagoland the second week uh, was double points, and then they raced at the Coliseum uh, this week with triple points for the championship. Uh, congratulations to Hayden Deegan, uh, Haley's brother, who gets the championship in the uh, 250 class. And Did the- he lose a race? Did he win everything? Uh, he did lose, he did lose. I don't think he won actually a race at all. He just, oh, did he? Okay. He finished I, like second and third, the whole playoffs. I'm keeping track of this on the fringes. He um, almost won the, uh, motocross championship, but lost it right at the end. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't watch the motocross. I, I, the, the super he, motocross was interesting cause it was kind of a mix of motocross and supercross. Um, I'm not sure how much I liked he, it, but he went viral for some of the jumps that he was he was able to take yeah. that were just it seemed absolutely ridiculous so he's incredible and the cool thing is is he won the championship at the coliseum which is where his dad won his lone supercross race and brian when he won the supercross race ghost rode his bike at the finish line um hayden did not know he won the championship when he crossed the line so he did not ghost ride his bike but um <laughs> probably would have been frowned upon the ama usually doesn't like you doing that um also congratulations to jet lawrence who won the 450 championship um, which went right down the line too. That was a good, good race. Really cool to see the bikes back in the, in the Coliseum. If you, if you're not familiar with Supercross, the Coliseum, um, that's, that's where Supercross was born is the LA Coliseum. Um, and they race up and down the stands up through the peristyle, which is pretty sweet. Um, nice big ski jump off the top of the peristyle down to the, down to the flat. Uh, very cool. So good to see that. Um, congratulations to those guys. And, uh, now the Supercross, Super Motocross season is done. The schedule's out for next year. Um, and we start first of the year with more Supercross. So there you go. Uh, black flags. Any black flags this week, James? Uh, yes. Um, Ryan Gatos of Fox News. You bum. <laughs> I saw your tweet. He wrote this just <laughs> clickbait. I didn't read about. the piece because I knew it would piss me off. It made me mad. That's all I'll say. But I'll, I'll say his name. He writes for Fox News. There Damn. you go. <laughs> uh, James, I'm going to black flag myself. Oh, 
I'm going to black flag myself for all of spicy. the bad things I said about Natalie Decker a couple weeks ago. Oh, you got a new, you got a new, uh, you got a new squeeze coming yeah, in, well, eh? I mean, Tony Breidinger <laughs> shared out uh, her Victoria's Secret post um, this today. And, uh, yeah, I felt bad for bashing Natalie Decker because, I mean, I will say at least Tony Breidinger is doing it for a sponsor that sponsors her in racing. But, um, yeah. So black flag me for bashing Natalie Decker. You know what, girls? <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> if it gets your views, take it. So there you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is all I'll say. Hey, if Victoria's Secret is going to be in the sport, I mean, I guess that's cool. Remember when Kim Kardashian was a sponsor of a race car? Right. <laughs> Who was that, too? It was some uh, Mike Bliss. Mike yeah. Bliss drove the Kim Kardashian car. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Mark Martin drove the Viagra car. So there you go. Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, and, and I'm I'm poking fun and stuff. And, and I mean, the, the photo shoot looked good. But anyway, um, we talked about it when when Victoria's Secret was on the car for her. That's that's a cool deal. I mean, it's it's nice to see sponsors like that come into the sport. Um, not to be sexist, but to, to be able to bring the female crowd in and have female oriented sponsors in NASCAR, you know, you wouldn't have thought you'd have that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, it's cool to see. So, and I mean, worth following on social media too. Get sure. me out, get me out of this, James. <laughs> get myself well, in trouble. Uh, James, close, us, they, close us out. Where can they find you on social media during the week, James? At James Cush on Twitter. You could find me at Victoria's Secret. I mean, at uh, <laughs> T Super Speedway. At the Speedway. local Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At T Super Speedway on uh, on Twitter as well. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find old episodes of the podcast there, race coverage, photos, etc. cetera. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor, um, or Spotify Podcast. I don't know what the hell it's called anymore, but uh, you can subscribe there uh, wherever you found us for new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash thesuperspeedway, you can leave us an audio message, and we might just play it on the show. Uh, best week of the year, Talladega Super Speedway coming up this weekend. NASCAR Cup Series and NASCAR Truck Series in action. Uh, we'll be back next week to break it all down and talk about all the fun happenings there and get us ready for the Roval and the end of the round of 12. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.